Welcome to the Innovation Deep End. This is the podcast about aquatic construction for anyone involved in the process. Whether you're a designer, an engineer, a builder, or a supplier, we're looking at all of you. I'm your host, John Moy, and I lead the link. It's aquatic construction software to win more projects and work more efficiently together. In this podcast, we bring industry leaders here to share advice, market trends, and other practical tips to really help build everyone up in the industry. Today, we've got Peter Davidson. He's the president of Current Systems, which manufactures the widely, widely popular river flow pumps. Um, now, these pumps create currents for a ton of different residential and commercial applications. And he patented these back in the 80s and um, has just been growing and expanding since then. So, Peter, first of all, thanks so much for joining us. Um, I'd like to start off by just asking, how did you end up as the leader of what uh, I consider, and I think most people consider, the indisputable leader in current pumps. How did you come upon patenting this, and and how did you get to the place where you are now, president of Current Systems? Good morning, John. Good to be here. Um, Yeah, so I patented the, uh, this is basically an axial flow pump um, that I patented in the late 80s, uh, and our, our initial target market was countercurrent swimming. And um, over the years, uh, the Lazy River market has uh, has been a great outlet for our product. And we've been uh, participating in large international water park and resort Lazy River projects, water feature projects, as well as um, uh, a growing uh, market in residential backyard lazy rivers so um, we've uh, we've moved uh, we've continued with the countercurrent swimming application as we're evolving in the uh, in the international uh, larger uh, water park market mm-hmm. great and you know I, I probably should have started off this way so let me back up a little bit for, for our listeners who maybe aren't as familiar with river flow pumps, give us the quick elevator pitch for what, what, are, what are these pumps and why, why are they so different from existing pumps other than the fact that they create currents? What is it about them that's so different? Yeah, uh, well, our, uh, these are axial flow pumps, which is basically a propeller and a pipe um, with some frills. Um, it has a very small form factor. Uh, we manufacture our own uh, direct suction sumps and safety grates. And uh, we also design and manufacture our own nozzles, uh, propulsion nozzles that are specific to an application. And all of this is driven by uh, or controlled by a variable frequency drive that allows full speed control so that the uh, the client or customer in the end is into, is able to very precisely dial in exactly the amount of energy they want to uh, uh, deliver to their project and control their power consumption um, uh, by using our method of distributed pumping, which is uh, scattering of pumps around the uh, perimeter of a of a river, rather than pumping from a uh, 
from a mechanical room that might be several hundred feet from where the nozzles of those pumps might be. So we take the approach to get the water out of the river through our suctions and back into the river directly through our propulsion nozzle with as little plumbing and uh, losses as possible uh, in between. Got it, yeah. That, that makes sense. So you, um, you, you said a couple of times, uh, you, you said residential, you said commercial, and I know I did as well. Um, the, the, orig the origins of, of river flow with the counter current, um, when you say that, that immediately to me invokes an image of a, backyard, a small backyard pool where someone's just looking to get a workout. Is that, is that the core of the origin story or in that residential space, or was the core actually more commercial for training facilities with that counter current? Yeah, good question. No, the core was definitely counter current. It was, uh, and I, uh, I had a carport in Malibu where I built a, a, a small uh, plywood tank and started to play with um, what I thought would be an appropriate way to establish a current in a, in a small pool. During, during that time, um, there was uh, a lot of press about, uh, a lot of bad press about uh, high impact exercises. Uh, mm -hmm. Swimming was being touted as the best all-around exercise. Uh, developers were building smaller and smaller uh, on smaller properties, and the uh, uh, the ability to build a, a large swimming pool capable of supporting lap swimming was going away. Mm -hmm. um, and over overarching that whole uh, or that 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 group of conditions was a drought. So people were looking at building, uh, uh, you know, using less water uh, to be able to do a variety of, of uh, exercises uh, from jogging to swimming to, uh, uh, to whatever using the resistance um, that the current provided. So that was the, that was the origin and it was counter current. Swimming was the nucleus and then then the expansion into other markets occurred over the years. But we still do uh, a large percentage of our business is still counter-current swimming. Um, and with the uh, current, with COVID now, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a massive trend to improving backyards and making it a all-around enjoyable and exercise facility. People are having to stay home more so we've benefited from that um, where others unfortunately have not um, and the current uh, pandemic situation so I guess the to that to that point um, I would assume that what you've seen since COVID struck and as we're recording this it's November 2020 so we've been in this for a, a good nine months or so um, in the thick of it Demand for commercial versus residential, have you seen, uh, I mean, has there just been an overwhelming shift in interest coming from residential and with a commensurate drop in commercial? Or how would you say that's that's looked from, from your perspective at, at uh, current systems? Yeah, well, happily, uh, both sectors have been, have been uh, growing and active. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. 
we, we've been pushing for a concept for several years now, um, static versus dynamic. And mm -hmm. um, just adding a river flow system to almost any residential pool with a push of a button or uh, a voice command, you can turn a, a static environment into a dynamic environment, which can offer uh, exercise capabilities, um, a ton of fun for kids. It just um, completely uh, changes the environment um, to one of you know, serene, serene beauty into one that's actually, uh, that's functional and, and dynamic. So yeah. um, along with that um, has come the, the, uh, the rise of uh, backyard lazy rivers, residential lazy rivers, whether it's um, just a simple shape with an island in the middle and, and, um, and a bridge and maybe a, a barbecue or a putting green um, mm -hmm. from, from a single pump. Uh, up to um, we've done residential lazy rivers now that that are uh, seven or eight hundred feet long. Wow! We're working on one currently in Arizona where it's a twelve hundred foot. Wow! Lazy river that uh, uh -huh. inter intertwined with a golf cart, uh, a, a, a go kart track, and a wave machine, and people are going going nuts with the concept what can i do with current how can i make it fun and how can i make mm -hmm. it beneficial for me yeah uh, i've got i've got so many questions with that you just dropped a, a wealth of of interesting directions let me let me start off with the last thing that you said which was people asking well, okay what what can we do with current uh, and i'm sure that's a question you ask you've been asking yourselves for the last few decades uh, in terms of expanding your business but what are, I'd love to know, what are some applications that either customers or contractors have um, created that you hadn't even thought about that have emerged as this is, a, this is a really cool application. Maybe it's not the most commercially viable for us to take to market for everybody, but it's just a really cool application of our pump that we didn't anticipate. Well, versatility comes to mind. I, I think um, we've done a, a lot of combination uh, river pools and um, mm -hmm. let's just for example uh, in, a, in a 40 by 60 foot footprint mm -hmm. um, we've done a, a number of these where um, we have a uh, an island uh, with a river around it and then a, a, an area of open water or conventional swimming pool mm -hmm. so what we're able to do with one of our pumps is provide a swim current or kayak current mm -hmm. cutting across open water and then uh, motivating or propelling the river around the island and looping, conserving that energy and looping it back into the entrance to the river again mm -hmm. and, and leaving the connected large pool uh, free of current. So we have, ah. we have a single body of water uh, part of with no partition dividing them we have mm -hmm. open open calm water and then a continuous current wrapping around an island so the versatility there and, and the ability to satisfy a number of uh, requirements or uh, in one backyard uh, river pool combination has been mm -hmm. real popular yeah 
Um, that's, that's a pretty unique backyard experience to have the lazy river in the pool is one body of water and everybody's in the pool getting whatever they want out of it. The kayaker has got his counter current. The lazy bobber is floating around the, the part of the pool. That's the, the river. And you've got someone else just relaxing in the more static portion of just the flat water. Yeah. I like it. It's been, it's been pretty popular. Um, we get requests for uh, different um, aspects um, people wanting us to do different things with the current from uh, well uh, uh, the uh, they don't want to spill their martini while they're mm-hmm. making a lap around the river to the usually the younger crowd wants rapids and crazy white water and right. every everything extreme they can get of it out of it so um, mm-hmm. so we we are able to accommodate a range of within the within the dynamic water you know, mm-hmm. we're able to even um, uh, have a fair amount of variety in the types of current yeah. that are available and then it's all variable speed mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. You, you know within within one environment just by speeding up the pump or slowing it down you can achieve um, different scenarios yeah yeah, obviously that's a that variable speed is a is a critical critical feature. Okay, I want to ask. You, there was one other thing you said that I, I really wanted to dig into, which is um, you know poking around your website. To me, it looked like the application for your pumps, um, and this is probably goes without saying, is obvious that it's much easier to start from scratch and have a brand new pool and can and conceive. This is this is how we're going to put the, uh, or, or lazy river, excuse me, the pool or lazy river, this is where the river flow pump is going to fit into that project. Do you, is, has, have you seen interest in a lot of renovations and people adding this to an existing pool? Uh, I didn't, I didn't consider that. And I, I would assume it's not this common use case, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah, that comes up frequently or where people have, uh, often it, it's uh, people that are, have just bought a new property or a new house and, and mm-hmm. the pool comes with it and they don't like it. They want to do something, make it do something other than lay there. Yeah. Uh, or uh, people want to upgrade what they've got in their backyard. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we, uh, we often will take um, an existing swimming pool. The contractor will add a river to that looping out one side of the pool and mm-hmm. and coming back into the other side of the pool and that's where we get involved with the fluid dynamics and making sure that the current does what their customer um, mm-hmm. requires it to do so yeah. when we're involved early on in a project especially a remodel um, or, or any project for that matter um, it, we, we can be helpful in um, tweaking the design, particularly if the builder or architect uh, isn't familiar with current or the mm-hmm. flow dynamics um, around current. Um, mm-hmm. So we take the, uh, the approach that, you know, bring us in early mm-hmm. and let us, let us help you accomplish what your customer wants is, is kind of how we're valuable. Yeah. Equation. Yeah. Got it. Well, um, I'm we, most of most of the people that listen to this podcast typically tend towards being the builders and the contractors, and so I always try to give some real practical advice. And 
one thing that I've, I'm hearing a lot lately as I'm out um, talking to different builders is um, I think that the business savviness and the um, growth mindset of builders is, is becoming much more sophisticated than it has been in previous years. And whereas it used to be, okay, I'm going to grow by building more pumps or, I mean, excuse me, not more pumps, by building more pools or building bigger pools. Um, it's, it's now moving into this mindset of how can I run a more profitable company? What are things that I can do to expand the scope of services for a particular client? How can I show myself to be a really high-end designer? Things like that. Those are kind of the, the things that I hear people talking about. And I wonder, um, you know, I think obviously of a river flow pump, there's so many different applications. As you mentioned, there's so much versatility. This seems like an obvious thing that a builder would want to bring into their, um, you know, their arsenal of, of features that they're bringing to a client. Um, so I'm, I'm going to flip this back to you, I promise, in terms of a question. Uh, but basically, how, how do you help build builders identify good candidates for, for Riverflow? What are some, some typical things that um, are consistent with the end, the end customers where, you know, a builder can essentially say, okay, this, this customer has asked me this question. They've asked for this. They've asked for that without outright saying, I want a counter current or I want a lazy river. How can they kind of identify uh, projects where the river flow pump might be a good application? Yeah. Well, many builders aren't familiar with our product. Um, so they're, they're, they're not able to, uh, to offer it. Those that are coming back to the dynamic versus static um, approach to a pool, um, the, the river, adding the river flow can uh, add, add to the builder's uh, profit margin, uh, certainly. Um, but the, the builder giving his customer the opportunity to, uh, to have the river flow included is often not as high on their list of, of uh, amenities as uh, a barbecue or a kitchen putting green or mm -hmm. pool table or something else. So mm -hmm. um, I think uh, from our perspective that the more education we can offer to builders about uh, about how to sell this, uh, how to sell the river flow, how to pitch it mm -hmm. are, are important. It's, it's um, I can't imagine a single amenity, pool related amenity that can offer more functionality over a range of um, a range of appreciation by by the it's the world's best babysitter to have mm -hmm. um, kids love it and on up through the ages um, uh, for in, ending up with exercise um, yeah it's just uh, you can change your environment and your swimming pool environment with a, with a push of a button and um, our gear is kind of spendy, so I think it eliminates a lot of the lower end market where they're, mm -hmm. um, where it's it's really a budget crunch, and um, uh, we find that our uh, our uh, our product finds its way more in the higher end to super high end projects where you have some uh, uh, customers that that are. Uh, capable of spending more money on the project. You have mm -hmm. builders that are creative and architects that are creative designers that uh, 
that want to bring to their customers um, you know, a, a very a very full package of uh, uh, aquatic benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, one of the things that's inherent in what in what you you've said over and over again already today is with the versatility uh, of of the application. Um, if if the end customer, um, the the homeowner, has they have kids, if they have a wide range of of ages of, of people that they expect using the pool, which I would you know most people typically do, they've got you know either kids or grandkids, um, nieces, nephews, whatever, and um, you know, with, uh, with what you can do in terms of your own exercise, in terms of taking, uh, I love the static dynamic of, of moving something from static dynamic and just creating that. I'm going to keep using your words cause they're, they, they land and they resonate with me, but, you know, turning that pool into the babysitter because they've got so much different thing, so many different ways they can play in the pool now. Um, it's, it just, it's, uh, it seems like that's your, your point is they just need pool, pool builders just need to know it's an option. And when you've got the, the end customer who has the budget and that's, I guess the big sticking point, And that's probably the big disqualifier is when you've got someone who's budget shopping, it's not going to be a good fit. And there's a lot of features that aren't a good fit for someone who's budget shopping. Yeah, we, uh, we have a, it, it, it's a mix. Uh, our initial contact is is pretty much split between builders mm-hmm. and um, and customers or potential mm-hmm. customers. So okay. um, the the buying public, the pool buying public, has become a lot more savvy over the last few years about uh, all pool related equipment, and, mm-hmm. uh, which is a we we really welcome um, homeowners that have done their research. Yeah, and um, the same with builders, of course. Um, uh, so I think the, the the availability of knowledge about pool equipment per se mm-hmm. and uh, pool amenities is, is really in our favor because uh, it, it opens up. It's often not the pool builder that that suggests river flow. It's the homeowner that's hmm. uh, that's okay. researched and found. Um, Lazy rivers or counter current swimming um, material on YouTube or on our website or in their search. You know, mm-hmm. uh, um, so we get uh, we get probably fifty percent of our residential inquiries come from the homeowner. Wow. Okay, that's um, that's far far bigger than I anticipated. And so when those when you hear when you hear from homeowners and they're saying they're reaching out to you. Do you have a list of contractors that you, you know, in throughout the country that, that you kind of connect them with because you've worked with them in the past? I presume that's the case. Yeah, we do. Um, oftentimes they've already spoken with a contractor. So we, we try not to uh, cross any lines. Of there. course. But yeah, yeah, we have a, we have a database of probably, oh geez, thousands of, mm-hmm. of builders that have used our product uh, in the past there aren't really any special skills required that a, a swimming pool contractor doesn't already possess. Um, so, yeah, but we, uh, we, when we do get an, a, a homeowner inquiry, we're able to, uh, in, in most cases, to, to 
give them some referrals for an experienced yeah. builder in their area. Well, let me let me go back to that other 50 percent, the builders that come to you and trying to help our listeners. If they're saying, you know, I'm just I'm trying to figure out how I can how I can sell this tool. First of all, obviously, they should they should reach out to you to get some more education and get much more in depth than we're going here. And we'll we'll cover that at the very end of this podcast. But I'm, I'm just wondering, are there specific um, or uh, similar complementary features and equipment that you typically see used alongside your pumps that are, you know, products that you don't necessarily sell, but you see, okay, people who are putting in, you know, a rock slide or, you know, some sort of, uh, I'm just kind of shooting from the hip here, but other kinds of features where you see typically if we're putting in a river flow pump, they've got this, that, or the other, and that'll help sort of some of our listeners opt in to say, okay, if, if the customer's asking for this and they haven't asked me for a river flow pump, I should probably bring it up because they probably just don't know about it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, a bri- bridge comes to mind. Okay. Uh, if you're going to have to get to an island. Somewhere, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're going to need a, probably going to need a bridge. You know, it, it's, um, when you ask that, it's there isn't there isn't really much that that has to be um, that's necessarily associated mm-hmm. um, in a project. But but you did remind me that with uh, with slides, whether they're a, a rock slide or a pre-manufactured slide, um, we have several projects where we we put one of our um, propulsion nozzles under the slide. Mm-hmm. So the kid comes down the slide, hits the water, uh-huh. and and we can we have a special whitewater nozzle that mm-hmm. gives them a second ride. They hit the rapids, uh-huh. and then they're launched downstream. So they come off the slide. Yeah. That's not the end of it. It's just yeah. the beginning of another ride. That's and awesome. We, we can yeah. also aim that uh, energy at the opening of a of a river around mm-hmm. an island and combine that propulsion to do yet another, uh, accomplish another feature. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's, I think it's more, less that we're associated particularly with any other uh, mm-hmm. piece of equipment or amenity and more about the imagination and just getting on board with the idea that we can make this dynamic. We can yeah. make it fun and we can make it intense or we can make mm-hmm. it peaceful. Uh, yeah. We have options. Yeah. Yeah, it almost it feels like the the sales process for with with the pool designer. It it starts in that first conversation you have with an owner when they're they might just be thinking, okay, I want a rectangle pool because I just want a place to jump in. And if the pool designer is capable of um, really sparking the imagination of the owner and and getting them to start asking the what ifs or what if we could do this or what would it take to have your kids you know, want to spend every single waking hour of the weekends in your backyard instead of going down the street to somebody else's house or whatever. Um, and I say that because I've, I've heard that from, from homeowners where they like, we want our house to be the house where everyone is playing. Yeah. Well, you know, um, one of the referrals for swimming pool contractors are golden. Yeah. It's, it's always, it's always the best. It's always mm-hmm. the best way to sell the next yeah. pool is by a, a, a really uh, enthusiastic referral. 
Mm-hmm. And when once uh, we've noticed or we've heard from almost all of the builders that we work with that once they've got once they've got their first uh, uh, river flow in, uh, creating current, whether it's for swimming or uh, lazy river or whatever it's for, that referral is gold to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it opens up, it sparks the imagination because they, they get a potential customer and say, well, come on over to the Joneses with me. I want to show you this. Yeah. What do you think about that? And um, so that, uh, that opens up the door to them selling, um, mm-hmm. you know, future river flow systems um, like nothing else. The percentage of close by showing, uh, showing off current is is much higher than it is just showing a static pool mm-hmm. to a potential customer. Yes, we've yeah. done this. Um, the, the dynamic element has a lot of appeal. It's what brings people like moths to the ocean and yeah. to rivers and, <laughs> right. and streams is that moving water. There's some magic there. Yeah. I wholeheartedly, as someone who lives on the coast, I wholeheartedly agree. Well, let me let me wrap with this because um, you know we've we've <clears throat> we know that the backyard pools are blowing up right now, and um, we hope that 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 trend continues um, even even post COVID that people continue kind of investing in their backyard oases. Um, but the as we mentioned, this is this is a high this is a higher end product. This is not for your budget shopper. What's what's the market like for the river river pump? And I, you know, I was going to ask about lazy rivers. I think what's interesting, and I, I know I asked a question and I derailed, I'll come back to the question. You started sort of in this, um, in the eighties during this, this drought period, you started when people were trying to reduce the high impact exercising. And so this was, um, and, and you had the smaller pools being installed. And so this was actually kind of a, a tool for a smaller footprint uh, where people could have the countercurrent swimming options when you talk about a lazy river, it's, it's kind of the opposite where you need a much larger footprint. Um, and it's, you know, certainly right now the trends in the, in, in housing are people are moving out away from urban centers where they can probably get a little bit of land. So uh, maybe what you see is the market size for lazy rivers is growing um, at the same time as obviously I would expect the countercurrent, just the small pool to be growing as well, just because again, you've got more people trying to, to build their backyard. Um, oases but i'm just curious what your take is on what's the opportunity size for lazy rivers would you um you know, how would you advise builders to start kind of thinking about what what share of of their pools they should try to be uh, incorporating uh river flow pumps into, into? well i think it's it's budget driven certainly mm-hmm. to some degree so there can be a process of uh, you know qualifying qualifying the potential uh, uh, buyer uh, in the you know, typical, however they qualify people would, would apply. Um, and then um, I think it's knowledge. It's, if, if they've got a demo to show, if they've got their first one in and, and they can show how a current can give, uh, give the customer, um, they can, 
they can swim against it. They can kayak against it. They can, the kids will love it. They, they, the, the versatility factor comes in, the wow factor with the current. Um, I, uh, we've done probably oh, somewhere between 40 and 50 uh, backyard lazy rivers this last year across wow. the country. Yeah. And um, many of those are repeat customers for the builder uh, many of them are first time uh, so I uh, the value of the exercise factor never goes away I mean if, if you tried to do a, a couple of laps jogging against the current in your river you're going to be worn out mm -hmm. uh, you can we can configure so as I mentioned earlier so that it's swimmable kayakable uh martini loungeable um, variety of things. So mm -hmm. I think the value of exercise certainly has never gone away and it's probably uh, never is going to go away. And, and swimming is, is excellent uh, form of exercise. Mm -hmm. But uh, along, along with that, uh, people looking for some other, uh, some other types of enjoyment um, can, can find that as well. So mm -hmm. smaller footprint, um, smallest footprint, um, like in a swim spa, you know, we can go down to uh, eight feet wide by 16 feet long for a great swim experience. Um, okay. And, uh, the smallest footprint for a lazy river uh, that we've done is probably, oh, 30 by 40. Okay. It's in a big yard. No. It's a compact, but in that in that small footprint, there's a little island and a bridge and a river and some open water and maybe a spa, mm -hmm. uh, a barbecue on the island. So people can really uh, intensify the experience and make it um, much different than just having a static pool laying there in the yard. Yeah. That's great. And that's a great seg to, okay. Um, if, if hopefully we've, we've wet the appetite for, for a few people. I, I mean, the reason I wanted you on, on the podcast is, um, you know, I work with a number of builders who, who already use river flow pumps and they're finding it to be this great feature. And it's, it's not just about profitability. And I think I, I, I might've emphasized that a little too much early on. Of course, that's what we all want, but it's also about delighting your customers and, um, that's the, that is the absolute, um, expectation and the outcome of, of putting these pumps in, in, in bodies of water and pools. Uh, and so I'm a, obviously a huge fan and I don't, uh, I don't hide that if I, hopefully we've made some new fans today, if they want to learn more, start working with you, start figuring, figuring out how to help, how to sell this as part of their packages, how should they reach out? Um, well, uh, by email, uh, technical at current-systems.com. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get to me. Or uh, I, shall I give you my phone number uh, at current systems is area code 805-339-9292. Okay. The typical... Yeah progression is for a builder to uh, send us a drawing, a concept drawing, or a homeowner to send us a concept drawing, and 
We'll evaluate that, maybe make some tweaks, send it back, go back and forth and get a quote out and then uh, begin the project. Perfect. And, um, and of course your website is current-systems.com. We'll put the link to uh, the email as well as the website in the show notes for anyone listening, um, as well as the phone number. Um, but I'd encourage you to check out their website. They've got some great um, examples of uh, really fantastic work that they've done and that builders have done alongside them. I know that they provide great support um, to really make sure that all of the install and everything is, is done seamlessly and, um, and easily. Um, but otherwise, um, Pete, Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's been a delight. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Everyone else, uh, you've been listening to the Innovation Deepened. Um, if you want to hear more, subscribe to our podcast. Um, you can go to our website at thelink.io. That's T-H-E-L-I-N-C dot I-O. Um, and if you've got some great advice, some great um, tips to share with the industry, with other builders, suppliers, designers, I'd love to hear it. Um, shoot me an email at john, J-O-H-N, at thelink.io. Uh, until next time, that's our show. Bye-bye.